Welcome to the Might Sound Wild podcast. I'm Ron Wayne Scott. And I'm April Loyal. And this week we are going to talk about something that's been sort of a buzzword for us around our businesses, and that is excellence. And we'll get into that and what it means for us and how you can apply it to your small business coming up. Hey guys, it's Michelle Hatcher. I'm Chief Editor for Might Sound Wild, Shore Shooters, and Mountain Escape. We're growing our team this year and looking to partner with new photographers. We could specifically use some people along the Outer Banks, North Carolina, Hilton Head Island, South Carolina, Clearwater and Sarasota, Florida, and also along the Gulf Coast in areas like Panama City Beach, 30A, Dustin, and Navarre. If you're looking to fill in your schedule or make some extra money, we would love to help. Just fill out an application at mightsoundwild.co and I'll personally get in touch. Okay, welcome back. Ron and I are so excited to dive into the this uh, topic because it has been at the forefront of our conversations uh, throughout the 2022 year. Um, excellence on so many ends. And one of the things that makes Ron and I good business partners, we think, is that our expertise, if you will, is in two to, or in several very different um, departments. So I figured uh, this episode might be nice for me to ask Ron what his definition of excellence is for certain topics, and then he can do the same for me. And hopefully those will apply to you as well. Yeah, sometimes I've described it as it's almost like we're running two different businesses because our roles in the business are just so different. Um, I focus more on the business side of things. You focus on the creative side of things. And it just sort of weirdly blends together and makes it a good business. It is so good to have that because when you're solo at this, I know that's just an exhausting feeling is having to be your own, um, you know, business person and and all that entails and then try to, you know, just quickly switch the hat and get into creative mode. So yeah, it's like, it's like you're trying to wear two different hats at the same time. And the, the good thing about our partnership is we have two different heads to put those hats on. Exactly. So maybe us covering this topic today between the two of us can um, help you apply it if you're just a solo person um, going at your business. So here we go. Getting into it. All right. Let's go. Ron, the number one thing that you have always told me when you had shore shooters, even by yourself, is that one of your main, not pet peeves, well, pet peeves, yeah, is that you didn't want to be like the photographer that had poor customer service, didn't answer the phone, didn't return emails, didn't fulfill print orders. Um, And then that even carries over into the business side, the stuff that goes on behind the scenes. You don't want to be the guy not paying sales tax, not having appropriate license. So saying all that, I'm saying, what does excellence mean to you when it comes to customer service? I've told the story before of how many, many years ago i answered the phone one Saturday morning at the office and a lady said, you're about the 20th photographer that I've called and you're the first one to answer the phone. And so that's, that's always been a big priority for me is to be available to your customers. And I understand where a lot of the solo photographers, they have kids, they have families. Some of them have 
regular day jobs. And so you can't always be available. But for us, one of the reasons why we have grown to the point of having employees is because so we can be available. And so part of excellence for me is uh, on the administrative side, answer the phones during business hours, respond to emails as quickly as possible, uh, print orders, get those off to the lab as quickly as possible, and just always try to exceed the expectations on the customer service side of things. I'll say to that, if you are a full-time parent or you have a job and you're a photographer, you have any small business, one of the main reasons you probably do that is because you want the flexibility. But if you're going to succeed and you want to take Ron's advice here, you have got to, or you should, draw a line around your schedule and map out when you are working. Yes. When is your business hours? If the answer to that question is, I don't know, or whenever I can get to it, then you're not setting yourself up for success. You really need to have days of the week and even hours of the day that you're committed to answering your phone, checking your email. And that's going to save you um, confusion and chaos around when you're working uh, for your own peace of mind as well. So that way, if you've kind of set hours and you get an email um, say you can't work in the mornings because you have to get your kids off to school and you're more of an, you know, later in the day kind of person to do these things. If you're getting emails at 7, 8 a.m. that you can't respond to, you'll be okay with that because you know that your working hours are maybe from 11 to 8 p.m. or something like that or vice versa. So I think if it, you can, yeah, go ahead, Ron. And, and the thing is, honesty is the best policy when it comes to that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. If you have a regular day job and you can't, take phone calls from your photography clients while you're at that job, maybe you just need to say that on your voicemail message that, mm-hmm. or, or have it as an auto response on your email mm-hmm. that I'm only available to take phone calls and respond to emails after 5 p.m. Uh, exactly. Because if you don't do that, you might come across as, lazy, disorganized, or something like that to your clients. So uh, just be honest about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think you always, like, when you were running the show by yourself, you had such a good rhythm. And I think you've, for your own peace of mind and for to deliver the best experience to your customers, you've got to find your rhythm. And I remember part of yours was always like, you told me, I wake up, when I grab coffee, I'm checking financial situations. And back then you were also doing print orders, like right when you That's woke true. up. Right. And that was like your daily routine. Um, so I think that people have to find that flow and really, really try and stick to it. Otherwise, like you said, you're coming off flaky, you're coming across as not professional right out of the gate and people feel like they can't talk to you and, um, yeah, so that's important. So, and set up set up a routine. If you do have a regular day job, maybe you need to get up a couple of hours early. You mm-hmm. might have to be responding to emails at five o'clock in the morning to get them all done before you go to your regular job. I know. I kind of feel like we've lived in this, like millennials have this 
mentality. Um, I'm like on the cusp of being a millennial myself, so I'm not hating. I love the millennials. I just think that um, we didn't want to be like the generation before us where we were a slave to the job. So we started um, all these sayings and it flies around social media like, don't, um, you know, be a slave to your job. You know, your life's more important than working it away and et cetera. And of course, like there's some balance to that, right? Like, yeah, that's a nice thought. But if you're going to be successful at whatever job, especially as an entrepreneur, you're going to have to put in the work. So you're going to have to still, you know, adopt that theme of like not being a slave to your job, but you also need to work smarter, not harder. You know, you need to, you need to have a schedule. You need to be professional. Um, Don't be like a part of that generation that everyone jokes about being lazy and just not working at all. You need to, um, yeah, you need to set yourself up for success without let it running, without letting it run your life. So I think there's a way to do that. And 100% put customer service in the front of your mind. How can I serve my clients? How can I be different than the people who aren't answering the phones or responding to emails? That kind of thing. Yeah, it it takes some discipline too. And April, you talk about how I'm very routine. And Mm -hmm. that's something that if you're juggling a full-time job and doing your own thing on the side, you've got to have some discipline and you need to set aside a time of the day to say, okay, I got to make time to check my email at this point. I've got to respond to those direct messages on Instagram. Yeah. And remove distractions. That's another important thing to committing to your routine with customer service is Um, especially if a lot of your inquiries come through social media, um, that is like a highly, you got to put your blinders on because as soon as you get on your phone, especially if it's DMs through Instagram, things like that, you're going to be highly distracted. Um, so yeah, I think you've, you've got to, you've got to put on the like armor or something and go into it. Like I'm here to work. I'm not here to play. I'm not here to check what my friends are eating for dinner and, you know, watch, you know, reels and stuff. Let's get this. Let's, let's, (laughs) let's do it right. Yeah. Um, And I, I can tell you that if you are willing to put in the hard work, if you're one of those people who works a regular job and you're trying to do your own thing on the side, if you put in the hard work, it's going to pay off eventually because I started out that same way. I was working a full-time job when I first started doing beach photography and I had a grueling schedule for a couple of summers. I was going out at sunrise every morning during the summer, doing a shoot, come home, work for a couple hours, and then go to the regular job. My lunch breaks were usually spent sitting at my computer, either Mm -hmm. editing pictures or answering emails or processing print orders, something to that effect, sometimes all of it during my lunch break. And then when I would finish up my work day at my regular job, I was going home, answering emails, processing print orders, editing pictures, that kind of stuff again, until it was time to go back out to the beach and do a sunset shoot. Yeah. And then sometimes come home from the sunset shoot, work at the computer for a little bit longer before I went to bed. Mm-hmm. Set the alarm clock for 4.30 a.m. so I could get up and do it all over again the next day. And 
the great thing is I was exhausted for those couple of summers, but after a couple of summers of doing that, I had grown my business to the point to where I didn't need the day job anymore. So it's, it's tough, but it'll pay off in the long run. Definitely. And if you're that disciplined, <laughs> that's when it starts to pay off because you are known for having excellent com- you know, customer service and you're serving your clients well. So the word will get out. Yeah. Another thing that you um, established, and you don't have to go into detail on like our systems because everyone needs to find their own. But one thing that I think shore shooters and mountain escape do excellent in, and they're always getting better. I think I said that wrong they are excellent at <laughs> is yeah. um, the booking process. Like, you know, we send out surveys to every single one of our, um, we give opportunity for every single one of our clients to fill out a survey. Even our rare and few unhappy clients with certain experiences are never unhappy with our booking process. So we have an excellent system when it comes to that. That's, yeah, that's that's one of the things that our office is always talking about is how, Everybody gives us the highest rating as far as our scheduling and all of that kind of stuff. And uh, it's just one of the ways that I've always run my business, any of my business ventures, is to figure out the customer and Mm -hmm. figure out what's going to be easiest for the customer. And I guess that was really my thought process when I set up this online scheduling system, because for us, we're dealing with people who are coming to a vacation destination for a vacation. They're booking us sometimes months before they even take that vacation. And so that's why a lot of our stuff is done online because they're booking with us way before they get there for vacation. Yeah. I think the only thing that I added when I came in on board and it was mostly concerning weddings and my experience with, um, communication with clients when it comes to bookings is the only thing I wanted to add whenever I was there was like, hi, do not do the back and forth thing. I remember when we were training our office manager, especially for weddings, we were like, um, when someone inquires, like, Give them everything they need right then. You don't need to keep communicating if possible. That's just like not even good practice when it comes, not necessarily comes to sales, but just organization, period. Like if you've got several inquiries going on at one time, you need to know that your response gave them the opportunity to book and it told them everything they needed to know. That's true. Um, And that's, and that is one of the reasons why we don't book work through social media. Because uh, we want to get them off of social media and onto our website where we can ask them all of the important questions. And you really can't do that if you're booking people through social media. And also getting them off of social media gives you a better paper trail, if you will. Exactly. The paper trail is actually important. I mean, if you want to explain that a little bit more, Ron, like how it, you know, can save you, you know, with confusion and you know, just kind of go into why that's a benefit. Well, for one thing, things are going to get lost if you're communicating with people through social media because you have to keep up with all of those messages. And 
we get them off of social media and onto our website. So we're sending them to one form that is giving our office everything that they need to know about that appointment, about that wedding, so on and so forth. Yeah, exactly. I think um, as far as if if you're ready to move on to the photography aspect, did you have anything to add well, with the customer service? Well, um, I guess as far as excellence for us, which is really kind of what we're talking about, we, we've explained the customer service side of things. Um, excellence for us was also updating our website this year and giving a more consistent look to our website. There were some internal parts of the website for me, as far as like ways to help search engine rankings, uh, that kind of stuff. Won't go into all of that boring stuff. We might have to do another episode on SEO and that kind of stuff in the future, but we're not going to bore you with all of that mm-hmm. on this episode. But uh, we we kind of looked at all aspects of our business this year as far as mm-hmm. how we can do everything with excellence. So, uh, and as you said, that goes into the creative side of the business as well. And so we'll get to that part of it after we take a quick break, and then we'll find out how uh, we're uh demanding excellence on the creative side of our business coming up on the might sound wild podcast being a photographer can be pretty isolating we've created photo clubs so that you don't have to be alone head on over to the might sound wild website and sign up today photo club includes regular meetups get togethers education and even preset releases so sign up at mightsoundwild.co we are back now and we are talking about doing everything with excellence And we've talked about in our businesses how we uh, strive for excellence in the customer service and administrative side of things. So for this segment, we're going to ask April about excellence in the creative side of our business. So uh, tell us what you're working on this year. Well, um, we're so lucky that we were able to add a position for our chief editor that's been with us for a couple of years. She is like kind of the example of someone who really demands excellence um, just from an editing standpoint, because, and what I mean by that is she sees the behind the scenes with, you know, every photographer, because we all, you know, we have in-house editing, meaning we ask our photographers to send all of their images So she's seeing all the things that us photographers like can kind of keep to ourselves. Like, oh, we had lighting issues, some awkward posing, or we had like accidentally um, had our shutter too low and we didn't have like the good kind of blur. You know, all the things that might kind of embarrass us a little bit as photographers. Michelle is seeing that firsthand and she, and she and I have been talking kind of off and on for a couple of years now. It's like, how can we minimize the errors, the, the issues that some of our photographers are dealing with. And, um, that is like just to help coach them up a little bit and like go over, go over opportunities to not have, you know, lighting issues. Like what can we do about that? So we've been um, talking about that nonstop and like even considering developing, um, 
a program, a better training program for our photographers, which will consist of um, video, you know, hands-on and PDF form of training. And we're like, oh man, we really hope to make that something that that is so great and so good for them and so helpful. And if it is, then we'll make that available for um, people that are not on our team to purchase. And so we're that's something that we're working on this spring. Um, and we've also changed a little bit the, our, our onboarding communication with our, our team, um, with newcomers and we'll communicate this to people who've been around for a long time. And it's just, you know, little things here and there that can, um, can make the shooting experience better for, you know, for our photographers, but mostly because we've always had this saying around the team, you know, you and I've talked about it, Ron, and our team has talked about it for years, which is we can kind of get, to a burnout stage about mid summer or end of the summer, because we feel like we're doing the same thing every night. And if you're a photographer who shoots weddings or couples, you're not exempt from that. At some point you do feel like you're doing the same thing over and over. You're going through the motions, you're going with your go-to poses. And at some point you're just in a rut. But what we forget is that our clients are doing this probably for the first time. Sure. You know, this, this isn't the same thing every night for them and they need to be treated special. They need to be treated like, you know, you're the only session on the books and that's really tricky and that's really hard. So we're like, we want to come at that with excellence. We want to, and, and it's complicated for a team like shore shooters because we're talking about, you know, it'd be one thing if I decided to do that on my own, right? I'm going to give all of my clients excellence each time. But we have to somehow, our task is to communicate that across the board times like 70. Yeah, to 70 photographers right. doing that. So the communication between our team, our staff, and our photographers is something that we've been working on behind the scenes. How, how can we make that better so that we can all be on the same page with delivering excellence to our clients. And that is the way that we communicate with them before the shoot, how the shoot runs, giving them the very best of us every single time. That's a really large thing to ask people. Um, and so, yeah, that's, I guess that's really what we're working on is just trying to make sure that each photographer can go out there and treat every family or session like it's the only one they have. Yeah, and that's that's something that we sort of have a hard time communicating to clients sometimes because the clients know that every photographer is different. And mm -hmm. so we get a lot of emails and phone calls in our office of, well, can I see some of the work of this photographer that I'm going to be working with? And uh it's always a challenge to explain to clients that every photographer, when they're shooting for us, they're shooting it our way. And yeah. by uh, adding Michelle this year, I think we're really taking that one step farther as far as ensuring that every client is going to get the same experience, the same quality no matter which photographer they work with. So uh, I'm just super happy that we have added Michelle to our team. She is a very detail-oriented person and uh, uh, is, is really doing a great job of getting 
every photographer on the same page yeah, for, this, that's, for this year. That's a big task. And that's something that's a big goal for us to do. And I think, yeah, I, I agree with you there. I think Michelle is the one for the job. So I'm really excited to see what this season produces on the creative side. Just also, it's just so much more fulfilling for a photographer to also try and, you know, to walk away from a session feeling like, wow, I really nailed that one. That was good. I didn't have issues yeah. or, and, um, you know, every, every time it's not going to happen, but the goal is really to make it almost every time. Yeah. And just, and just motivating the photographers, because like you mm -hmm. said, we do this every night all summer long and it's just, it's just, it gets really tough towards the end of the summer. If you've been out on the beach practically every night from the middle of May until the middle of August. And it's just mm -hmm. hard to bring that a game every night when you've been doing this same thing for the past couple of months and feel like we're also taking a step in the right direction there with keeping the photographers motivated and making sure that they're bringing their best every time they go out there. Absolutely. Another thing that um, one of our longtime photographers, Jaylee, um, and I are working on is giving like a seasonal break where we do something really fulfilling in a creative way, which is if you're on our team and um, you will we'll like try to make it to where it's not right in the middle of the busy season, but we're trying to bring like kind of content building nights or just a refresher of a styled shoot for our photographers to be able to come to and be able to go, whoa, like I just shot something I'm really proud of. It's just like more over the top than my normal sessions. Um, you're in community. You're like really trying to get your creative juices flowing. So we're trying to offer that a couple of times a year or at least once a season to our team too. So I, I think that will kind of help keep people feeling good about it, you know, yeah, and I think this is the kind of stuff that you can take away from this, regardless of what kind of business you're in. Mm -hmm. uh, if you have employees, if you have a lot of people working for your business, be be trying to think of stuff like this to mm -hmm. where you can keep your people motivated and keep them delivering excellence to every customer they work with. There's a good example of that. There's a really great little um, brunch restaurant here in St. Augustine. And I swear, I've only lived here about six or seven months, but probably three different times they have posted, hey, we're out today. We're having a team building day or a team building weekend. It's essentially they take time off. I don't know what their schedule is around it, if they do it every couple of months or what, but they close the doors and they all do something fun together. I think um, that's I think that's a great idea because yeah you might uh, you're going to lose some money for one day every few months or so but you're going to come out better in the long run because exactly. you're going to have happier customers the rest of the time. Yeah, yeah, you've got to pour into your team so um yeah that's something we're definitely working on on our end is like we want to make better photographers and sometimes that means you know, giving them what they need to, to be better, equipping them to be better photographers. So that is what we're doing. I, I do want to ask you about one more thing before we mm -hmm. wrap up. Uh, you were kind of the, the brainchild behind our new website. So talk a little bit about the, the concept 
of the new website. What was going through your head when you were coming up with the look for our new Shore Shooters website? I think I didn't even realize that I've always wanted Shore Shooters to like, this is a terrible term, but like fit in um, with other photographers that have that, you know, I feel like they all kind of have the same thing going on their website, kind of the same little um, trendy shapes and colors and fonts. And I've always tried to put shore shooters in that box with them. And this year when we were building the website, I think I just had the realization that shore shooters isn't like that. Yeah. That's not what shore shooters is. Shore shooters is like its own thing. There's so many photographers. We're here to serve primarily families, uh, generational families. And we really embraced that aspect of it. We're like, especially after, you know, we talked about this, especially after lockdowns and people not being able to get together. It's like being together with family is so important. And that's what Shore Shooters is. It's like always there to document that time together. So when I was thinking about that, I'm like, well, we have a lot of different clients, age group that are booking us. Sometimes we have the, you know, the grandma generation that's making the appointment. Sometimes it's the daughters of those people who are like middle-aged or my age. And then sometimes it's even younger. I'm like, there's got to be a way that our website can appeal to multi, multi-generations and reflect better who we are. Um, so I think that's what we did with it. We, we actually used, um, you know, a little bit of a template, but it wasn't for photographers. I think that was the main thing was to get yeah. out of that mindset. Um, we made something else work for us. Um, we decided to be opposite of all the like neutral colors that we see on photographers website and be bold and bright. And we feel like that's what shore shooters is. It's fun. It's laid back. It's always at the beach. So we always have kind of a beach mentality mindset. We shoot at sunset and sunrise. So to me, that's like, you know, bright. We used yellow, you know, it's like a bold thing. Um, We tried to tell our stories better as like who our team is behind the scenes Um, while still maintaining that really simple booking process, making that upfront, um, and easy. Um, so I I think we were able to accomplish that. I think so. I think we're, uh, really telling people who we are with our Mm -hmm. new website. And, uh, you're also kind of, uh, you've kind of been working on some consistency as far as like the colors, the fonts that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff, which kind of goes back to the branding uh, episode. We talked a little bit about this on our branding episode a few weeks ago. And that's another thing you and Michelle have been working on is Mm -hmm. uh, consistency with the colors, the fonts, all that kind of stuff uh, as well. Poor Michelle. Yeah. She, she made all these really great photographer manual guides and, and then you made her change everything. And then I said, Oh my God, we just (laughs) changed all the colors. So she's been updating all of that. And, you know, and then that, that even kind of trickles down to the social media manager, Brianna, she has to kind of like try to match that style and vibe. And she'll be, she'll be working on that over the next couple of weeks, kind of getting Instagram and Facebook to match up with our new website design. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it's coming together and I think people do sometimes do this well, but I don't know that people always try to find their true selves when they're designing things. I think they go with trends because it works. We did talk about this in the branding episode. Yeah. Um and I think for us it was just like figuring out 
what shore shooters is and who like how shore shooters should represent. And um, we didn't want to just blend in with every other photographer. We wanted to be right. true to ourselves. And I think that's what we did. Yeah, I think we did a great job of it. So hopefully you can take some of this that we've talked about and apply it to your own business, whether you're a photographer or your restaurant or whatever. Hopefully you can take something from this episode and use it to make your own business a little bit better. And I guess that's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, don't forget to uh, give us a rating. Leave a comment if you can. And uh, we always want to hear your suggestions. If there's a topic that you'd like us to address on a future episode of the podcast, by all means, get in touch with us and let us know what you would um, like for us to talk about. Always happy to take your questions and uh, include those in a future uh, episode. We'll be back next Wednesday with another episode of the Might Sound Wild podcast. <laughs>